0: Travellers to the haunted tavern with no name on the edge of space. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Santa? No, that's Grogar, the eye master in the corner there. How many eyes does he have? He has 17 eyes. That's a weird it's, it's number a weird, of eyes. It's an eyes. odd number of eyes, isn't it? It's a it's prime number, too. Perhaps he's got one big one in the center, I don't know. Like a dick eye? I mean, Maybe.
1: <laughs> Seventeen seems like a small number of eyes to be considered the eye, master. eye monster. I mean, they're yeah. big eyes. They're big. They're, they're big eyes. But he's how, got, how
0: big is this room? I mean, you're you pulling apart my narrative here. Uh, yeah, what are the he's a, exact a, dimensions of the bar room? Really? He's a really small guy with big <laughs> right. eyes. Okay, there you go. That so makes he's, like, sense. he's like Gary Coleman covered in giant eyes. Wasn't Gary Coleman covered in giant eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I remember him that way. Welcome to Bros Before Pros, uh, the comedy fiction podcast with two prompts, three stories, and infinite laughs. I'm one of your hosts, Rich Grognar, the Eye Master Masters, <laughs> <laughs> and, with, and with me, as always, is Jeff Pennington. Hello. And Josh Henderson. Hi. I only guaranteed seventeen laughs. <laughs> but are they big Might laughs? Be counting.
1: They're big laughs for my short story, and so. one's a
0: dick laugh. <laughs> oh, of course, it is <laughs> the best kind of laugh. Yeah. This episode's prompts were dreams and countdowns. Fuck you, yes. everyone who says I get that wrong. Oh, no, you nailed it. Right. The
1: first episode you've ever gotten it right. So. He uh, tra- just to write it on his arm like fucking memento. <laughs> I've got one on each arm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't even write them both on the same arm. I've got one on each arm.
1: <laughs> Why are you writing them on... Uh,
0: whatever. You I'm writing them big. Work.
1: I've got 17... Oh, on your small fronts. arms.
0: <laughs> yes, they're right around the eyes. Yeah. That's right. Uh, this is technically, although we said last week was our Christmas special, but this one we snuck in before Christmas. So yeah. Although it's, it's going to come out after Christmas. It's going to come out after right. Christmas. Or, you know, the festive special, it, for, if you don't celebrate Christmas or whatever. Holiday Holiday, special. festive... Boxing uh, Day is what you yeah, guys call Yeah, it's our it. Boxing Day special. Perfect. Yeah. Um, the Bros
1: Before Pros holiday special starring Chewbacca's family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Who is first this week? Jeff, you already told me, but I don't read... I know who it is. It's me. You, d- you don't read? I read my own story. <laughs> That's all I'm plan. That's all I intend to do on this podcast. Read my own work. I'm not reading I feel like else's last story. night
1: when we were talking to each other, Rich was like, I don't want to see any of this. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, it's fair. Josh, been...
0: then me, yeah. then you. Oh, perfect. Were you asleep? Perfect. Is that what you're going to say? Well, I've been so busy at work that I just want to die. I literally want to die yeah. at the moment. Um, I
1: feel that way too and I'm not really that busy but mm. I just feel like that overall sense
0: there's a the, like the, the the Christmas period is like a vampire to me yes like I'm yes. so cold all the time I'm tired yes. I'm a real yeah I'm, I'm Bob Cratchit over here I'm on my last last sixpence. <laughs> Of, of yeah. soul,
1: it's really funny because I'm straight up a motherfucking Scrooge every year. <laughs> I don't know. You got Jeff, yeah, Jeff's. I hate not Christmas happy. and also orphans. No. So. Yeah, nothing pisses him off more. Well, than I mean,
0: orphans. what a drain on our economy, right? Oh, I mean, pull yourself up already, yeah, Horatio Alger yourself. <laughs> pull yourself up by your your. Crutches and bootstraps. Yeah, by your your
1: You <laughs> pull yourself up by your stumpy legs <laughs> that you roll around on that weird cart thing that people used to roll around on back when the before like healthcare. Exactly
0: that. <laughs> you mean now in America? <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, America, yeah. Now in your less developed country. <laughs> right.
1: It's it's a miracle my legs. <laughs>
0: great, so great Christmas movie in our in our festive Boxing Day special. We're going to talk to you about those prompts that I mentioned earlier that I don't need to mention again. And we're yes. going to start reading stories to you. Right. You, Sorry, did someone have something to say? Do you have, like, like dyslexia? No, I, <laughs> I, just, can't I, just, I just forget what I'm
1: saying. You're, you're, you're doing a lot of not reading for being on a writing and
0: reading podcast. I don't prepare I my mean, intros. I'm what? just concerned. Well, I mean, I am, as I say very very tired please send help okay
1: well i'll warm you up with my tail
0: oh thanks
1: uh i think we're all going to have some christmas themes going i feel like this week i don't Nah. okay <laughs> throw out <laughs> throw probably, that out we should have checked that first yeah well mine story mine story <laughs> my story is called merry crumbus to all and to all a death night i'm on board already Yep. You're in? All right. Get this Christmas shit
0: out of the way early.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Daranos is home to some of the most majestic landscapes and vistas this side of the three universes. <laughs> it's because you guys are here, too. It's good. It's good. Oh, Get it? yeah. okay. <laughs> We're off to a great start. From the peaks of Mount Buttsmore... <laughs> To the giant forests of the maroon pine trees in California. <laughs> <laughs> the sights one could see. The sights one could see are only limited by the person or some say genius god who created them. I bet he's a handsome god too, like a New York twelve on a bad day. And his peener, oh my god, I bet it's that I bet it's as long as a Darnos Baker's dozen, which is actually fourteen, because thirteen is a weird odd number, and I'm superstitious as all fuck. But not all of Big D is majestic, or nice, or moderately pleasant, or habitable in any sense of the term. <laughs> Southern Daranos is such a place. Sure, there's the cat desert where the cat people come from, because geographically that would make sense from a lore standpoint, but until someone pays for, I mean, wants to make a map of Daranos <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to worry about that. <laughs> Southern Daranos is also home to the Deep Swamp. A swamp so backward and desolate that only a truly stubborn and uneducated people would be able to eke out a meager living in a place that not only smells like a rotten foot, but that, a rotten foot, is also their state bird. (laughs) (laughs) Crown biscuit in here, yelled Britannia Spears to her husband from inside their mud hut. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, keep your ratty ass shabby rags on. I'm a coming Crumbus yelled back. The six foot tall troll was a proud dirt farmer in these parts, and as he w- wiped his brow of the sweat, uh, he lowered a rickety wheel- wheelbarrow full of fresh, clean dirt. Brown gold, they called <laughs> the <brown> it. Gold. <laughs> As Crumbus entered his hut, he could barely hear himself over the cacophonous sound of his two children, Killy and Brud, fighting over all, the All Sea Ball. <laughs> it's my turn to watch Flamingo Dynasty, yelled Brud, wrenching the ball away from his sister. That's not even real birds, Killy said as she tugged back. Crumbus, did you get the children their orcsmith presents yet? <laughs> Tania Spears nice. questioned. And her husband's squinting and her husband's and squinting her eyes already knowing the answer. As soon as this dirt harvest comes in, Brad, I'ma go get them each new tattered rags <laughs> and pick up a new bone car oil catalog for bread. <laughs> <laughs> Crumbis, you say that every year, and every year you forget to buy our own flesh and blood, orcsmas presents, and I'm tired of being the only hillbilly stereotype around these parts to fulfill each year and to fulfill each and every stereotype of a backward, uneducated, disenfranchised people every dang year! This is hitting pretty close to home so far. <laughs> Britannia finished fanning herself like southern ladies do for some reason. <laughs> What, you don't, don't like know. dirt?
0: <laughs> you wrap
1: some dirt <laughs> fresh, Fresh clean dirt, dude. I'll think of something, Brit. I promise this orcs miss is going to be different. <laughs> Fine, take it, Brud said, finally relenting the all-sea ball. This caused Killy to jump up and down in her tube top, which made the audience go, woo. And do Wolf House because that was the thing that was on real TV once. And everyone just went with it. So I'm pretty sure I can write a story about trolls who fuck within their own gene pool. No. (laughs) (laughs) As the days rolled on, life remained pretty much the same for the dirt farming Spears family. The dirt harvest came in and Krumbus still hadn't figured out how he was going to give his children the Orcsmiths they deserved. He sat on his throne of bones recliner I I that. <laughs> <laughs> and looked up at the mantle where the family coat of arms hung for generations. The coat was just an Ouroboros, but instead of snakes <laughs> eating their own tails, it was <laughs> of scaled dicks going into vaginers. <laughs> it symbolized the Spears family tree, which was just a circle, a genetic cesspool, <laughs> that was filthier than those little kid pools at public pools that are really warm, and you can't tell if it's because the water is shallow and the hot summer sun is heating it up, or if the pool is just filled with hot child piss, but the thought of it makes you gag. (laughs) Fuck that, I ain't going near that shit. It's
0: a gene puddle.
1: (laughs) Gene puddle, yeah. Amazing. I got it, Crumbus whispered to himself. I got it, Britt, get in here, I figured it out! Britt came slowly into the room, still fanning herself. Crumbus, what is you shouting at in here? She <laughs> demanded to know. I know how to save Orksmith," he yelled as he shook her shoulders. I have to find the Naga Queen, he yelled, looking around the room at his, for his cloak. Crumbus, honey, that's just a myth. <laughs> it's not real like the stories from the Darinosian Superstition Codex <laughs> that are definitely true and real. Amen." <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, Brit, the Naga Queen is said to have the ability to grant you superpowers. Err, magic powers. Yeah, that's the theme of this
0: segment. <laughs> magic powers. She also does some pretty good chilies. <laughs> it's part of the deal. Uh,
1: magic powers that I can use to magic us the best orc we've ever had, Crumb said, doing a magic hand wave and making sounds like whoosh, whoosh. Crumbus, <laughs> this is stupid. You're stupid, Britt. Finally said, turning around and going back to the kitchen or whatever. Troll hillbilly stereotypically went when they were female, <coughs> but this did not. <laughs> but this did not stop Crumbus from soliloquying. <laughs> Broad and Kelly sat on the throne couch with ear with their ear horns in, listening to the all C ball, staring at it lifelessly. It's like my mama, who's also my aunt, who's also my cousin, who's also my stepsister, who's also my great aunt, who's also my grandmother, who's also my mechanic, always said, she said, boys, pull yourself by your boob straps because mama ain't always going to be around for you to suck on her titties. You have to grow up and take matters into your own hands until the time you reach adulthood, in which case you go back to fondling my hangers because then she trailed off and gestured to the. Family coat of arms. Crumbus <laughs> <laughs> was now frantically packing a satchel full of goods for his journey, and also an old TV guide with Alph on it
2: for some reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be the greatest adventure since General Lee started the Civil War at Gettysburg. He proclaimed to nobody because they weren't listening. How General Lee you know about that fake history? Listen. <laughs> General Lee the orange bone car, of course. Uh. Yup, He single-handedly ran down three Democrats at the Getty station p- spark and <laughs> first and least known civil war, you know the one hun <laughs> the Getty station na- down there the BP BP for For when you absolutely need that basilisk power <laughs> he finished as he was down reciting the ads for BP he had seen on the all sea ball <laughs> they have at the mana pumps for some reason like am i supposed to be watching this shit i'm just here to get gas i mean mana for my bone car can't even do that without being inundated with capitalism's absolute shameless greed <laughs> there you go there's your there's your screed i went on <laughs> As Crumbus exited the hut, he looked back for one last glance at the only home he's ever known, not counting that state in the village jail he served for what the county called tusk perversions, <laughs> whatever that is. Oh God! Thanks, demon crats. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, my beloved family, he whispered to himself as a single tear ran down his perverted tusk. <laughs> Nobody cares, Brud yelled back from inside. <laughs> Along the way, Crumbus found some baffles and put them in his bag. If all else failed, he could give them to his kids for a nice Orc'smas meal and hopefully turn them into chairs so he could easily <laughs> skip town and start a new life as a circus troll who got shot out of the big bl- blunderbuss. <laughs> I did watch that. That'd be cool. After out, Soon he heard... <laughs> 8, 9 Central. Soon he heard the clip-clopping of horse hooves and quickly ducked behind a fell tree. He peered his good eye, good seeing eye, out of a, <laughs> out of a knot in the wood of the tree, and waited for the horse to pass. Was it a knight? Was it a werehorse Come to find him and turn him into a werehorse? Because that's totally thing to add it to the bestiary. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, traveler. A soothing voice, a soothing and pleasant voice, said, "You could come out. I won't hurt you." Crumbus slowly raised his eyes above the tree and saw the most beautiful centaur he had ever seen. Her
2: dark skin
1: <laughs> shimmered with glittery magic. Her hair was as Her hair was as dark as the murky swamps. She was topless and had huge mammaries. In, s- in saddlebags. In yeah. It's so scientific, <laughs> <for Aaron>. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who is you? Crumbus stumbled over himself, his jaw agape. My name is Megan the Stallion," she said. <laughs> As she clip clopped over to Crumbus, clump- I'm a local healer in Bard. My magical raps have cured thousands. I have the voice of an angel having an orgasm during an orgy choir recital, she said humbly. <laughs> oh, <I'm> humbly. <laughs> My name's Crumbus, and I'm looking for the queen of the Naga, he, s- he said, matter of factly. You must not look for her, Crumb, Megan said, leaning down closer to his face, for she is a deceiver and a thought. <laughs> <laughs> she will take everything from you. Okay, but I heard she could give you superpowers, so I'm just gonna go try and do that. No offense. <laughs> Megan sighed. Fine, do whatever you want. I'm not your mama, who's also your aunt, who's also your cousin, who's also your stepsister, who's also your great aunt, who's also your grandmother, who's also my mechanic. How did she know? <laughs> just a saying (laughs) I say it all the time yeah don't you I do with that Megan the Stallion trotted off looking real sexy and thick with three C's like I'm so horny for her I would fuck a horse if you know what I'm saying I'd fuck Megan the Stallion even if she had a horse lower body is what I'm saying actually in the story
2: But in only, in <laughs> only in
1: the story. Only in the story. Yes. <laughs> Add it to the lore, people. <laughs> Add it to the bestiary. <laughs> the bestiality <laughs> That's what it would be called. There <laughs> <Darrenos.
2: laughs>
1: Soon Crumbus arrived at the dankest part of the th- swamp forest. The trees were covered in that moss that looks like spider webs. There were also a lot of spider webs. <laughs> Before him stood a pool of the blackest, thickest, muddy water he had ever seen, and this dude farmed dirt for a living. (laughs) The swamp was still, and there were no animals around, not even bugs. Do you know how fucking creepy a swamp has to be for there to be zero (laughs) bugs around it? You'd piss your rags! (laughs) Suddenly, as Crumpus approached the shore of the swamp, the water began to rumble and churn. The water stirred and swirled like the world's nastiest hot tub after an orgy recital. (laughs) (laughs) Out from the torrent of muck and grime slid a two-headed snake beast. Its heads turned around each other as it slithered its way out of the grime. Its skin was iridescent purple. Its four eyes glowed purple in the dark. Its hisses filled the still but humid night air. But humid night air. It writhed its Ophidian body around and around itself, trying to gain purchase on something it could perch itself onto. Crumb stood there in awe, mostly because, yup, you guessed it, the Nagatweens reptilian milkers were just hanging out. (laughs) Each time it wrapped its body around, uh, around, Crumb could catch a glimpse of the reptilian BAPS, like this was a Saturday night, <laughs> and he was watching Blurry Chan- Channel 99 pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, mortal? The first head spoke. Excuse me, Queen Sir, Crumb said. <laughs> <laughs> I did done here. You were giving out magical superpowers, and I thought, why the hell that would be nice to have. <laughs> True. you wish to gain powers the second head hiss this is going to ruin my voice Mm -hmm. yes ma'am and maybe like one of those magical freeze boxes for my natty ice potions (laughs) for the barn you know (laughs) I sure do love me some natty ice potion warm but I figured I never had a cold drink of anything in my life so hell why not drink cold piss (laughs) will instead of warm piss will you know what I mean we do, the head said, <laughs> said together. <laughs> you must choose the first You must choose, the first head spoke again. Choose what, Crumb said, still thinking about the magical ice box. <laughs> choose which of us will grant you the gift, the second head said. Oh, I get it, Crumb said, rubbing his chin. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> One of us will grant you magics. The other will grant you the kiss of death. You must choose which of us will bite you and set you free. <laughs> one of the heads said, and I'm not going to keep saying which one This is getting boring.
2: <laughs> is, it, is it a kiss
1: of magic? Kiss of magic? <laughs> <would it>, like, <laughs> what? It's if a it's suck it's a kiss off of, of death. magic. Oh, oh, right. oh okay. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Chrome said... But how do I know which one is which? You don't, the queen said. But you may ask us any questions you wish. Okay, so, okay, I got a question. Which one of you grants magic powers? (laughs) Crumb said smugly. He did it. He outsmarted the queen of deception herself. (laughs) nice try but we do not know which of us is which the (laughs) moons change us every night and we ourselves never know which of us is cursed crumbus hummed and scratched his head well shoot (laughs) were there any other failures over here trying to get them orcs saving powers no the queen hissed are you lying to me No (laughs) (laughs) The three sat in silence for a beat until Oh I got another question for y'all Y'all ever see them monster bone trucks Those are a (laughs) How do they get into those things Some kind of teleport spell Or maybe they have like big legs But then how would they fit them inside them (laughs) cabs i tell you what, though, I took Broad to see them down at the Pizza Dome last year. And we got to see the world record for most bystanders killed by a single truck. Hot dog, what a show! (laughs) (laughs) Any more questions pertaining to your choice, the Queen snapped back. Oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, Crump said. Who is the best Nass bone car driver of all time? (laughs) Snail worm heart. The first head said without missing a beat. <laughs> Hot damn! I choose you, the left one. Hooey! <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you mean the right one? The head. The second head asked. Yeah, I picked the right one. The left one. <laughs> Crumb said clarifyingly. Wait! Hissed the queen. Our left or your left? <laughs> I don't know who's on first. <laughs> You know what? It doesn't matter. is the first queen, <laughs> and as she drew back, uh, as she drew back and swiftly struck Crum in the neck, injecting him with a purple, viscous venom that coursed through his veins. Now go home, you. Now go home to your meager life and wait one full rotation of the moons, and you will be set free. The queen. The queen began laughing and laughing as she sank back into the murky swamp. Soon, Crumb began the long journey back home. The ship was going to take a little longer than one day, so he figured he could pass the time by practicing his magic and making cool presents and doing some sick magic <laughs> kickflips. <laughs> As the day wore on, he began to feel not good. <laughs> As the next night arrived, Crumb was full-blown fucked up. <laughs> if this was how magic fil- felt, wizards must be some fucking sadistic fucks. Again... Crumb heard the clip-clop of a steed. Just as the noise rounded the bend in the trees, he saw Megan the stallion for the briefest glimpse, and then fell over unconscious. "You dumb motherfuck, Megan yelled. <laughs> "I told your ass not to go do that, not to go to that fucking swamp." She sighed as she picked up his shivering body, sweat-drenched his tattered rags. "Ew," she said. "Let's get you to an apothecary." <laughs> She, she smacked her old juicy booty, <laughs> and which made the Aaliyah baby sound, and they were off. Ah. Ah. Megan burst through the door of the nearest apothecary and laid Crumb's body down on the table. He's got, he's got Naga Queen venom in his body. Yadi 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 yadda, She yelled.
2: This is just oh my set up god.
1: god. <laughs> Nothing I can do about that, the old apothecary grumbled as he blew smoke out of his pipe and made a skull and crossbones. It's up to him now. Megan fetched water in a bucket and began to cool off Crumb's forehead. He seemed to be alternating between extreme fever and extreme (laughs) (laughs) anti-fever. He shivered so hard, one of his teeth cracked. Then he began sweating so much, it looks like his pits pissed themselves. (laughs) Descriptive. I saw it in so my mind's eye. I'm right it's there. Totally. <laughs> yeah, your third eye. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, a dark-cloaked figure entered the room. It slid across the ground and made no sound. Its cloak was not made of any fabric known to man or wizard. It was like smoke. Megan and the old man paid no mind as it slit, sidled up next to Crumbus. It was mere inches away from Megan's face as it lowered its cloaked face down toward Crumb's. Still, Megan seemed not to notice, but for a cold shiver that ran up her spine. She shuddered and looked around to see the door was open and went to close it. The figure slowly, slowly lowered itself farther down. As it did, it removed its hood to reveal a half of a skull with no lower jaw. Smoke billowed out of its eye sockets and from and from out of its face hole where the jaw should have been. It breathed. <laughs> I'm swallowing. Sorry, <coughs> I swallowed wrong. It breathed deeply and and. Rang a bony f- and ran a bony finger down Crumbus's forehead. Crumbus winced in pain and screamed in agony. The cloaked figure laughed. It was a laugh that could only be heard in hell. If you or I were to ever hear this laugh, it surely would be the last thing we ever heard with our mortal ears. <laughs> Krumbus woke on top of a mountain. There was na- there was snow everywhere. He assumed it was snow since he had never actually seen snow. In the distance was a cloaked fig- figure billowing its cloak all over the dang place. "Hey, uh, are you my magical supervisor or something?" <laughs> he yelled toward the figure. The cloak floated across the snow as wind howled as wind howled all around it as it moved through the falling snow. The snow itself gave way to it. Below there were no footprints. Oh, shoot, Crumb said, (laughs) coming to the realization that this wasn't his magical supervisor, whatever that was. Your death, he said, backing away. The figure lifted a hand and began to point at Crumbus. As it did, it continued its motion and removed its hood. Crumbus shut his eyes hard, hoping this was like Raiders of the Lost Ark rules. (laughs) and (laughs) And finally, death removed its hood. Hello, yes, I am Reaper number 69427427, said the figure. To <laughs> d- d- death? To C- d- death? I'm losing it. I'm losing my voices, Crum winced. No, Reaper number 69420247, he repeated. What do you think? Death is like some Santa Claus character that flies around single-handedly killing people? You know how many people die each day, especially in this fucktard place. <laughs> <laughs> I just pull, I just pull, had to pull a guy out of a gelatinous cube because he tried to stick his pecker in it. This place is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna die! Yeehaw! Crumb shouted. Oh no, my boy, you most certainly are going to die. Whether it's today, well, that's yet to be determined. The Reaper waved his hands. Uh, out from his cloak, he procured a large hourglass, the sand inside which glowed a bright blue. As it fell to the bottom bottom half, the color turned a dull brown. Okay, here's the deal. You climb this mountain, you reach the peak, you find your hero's journey, <laughs> and you learn a y- lesson, yada, yada, yada. You have until uh, this here hourglass expires. I suggest you go. There, these, there's, the- I suggest you go. There, go. There's these trials. Holy shit. What did I write here? <laughs> power fruit, buddy. Power fruit. I got it. I got it. I got it. I suggest you go. There are these trials and all this other nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Crumb washed as grains of sand fell and seemingly died. He looked up the mountain and heard a roar. "'Shoot!' "'No,' he said. <laughs> "'You must go learn your lesson "'about how your family is the real gift "'or whatever the hell your lesson is. "'I'll be down here if you need me. "'Just call my all-see-ball number, 1-800. "'Go figure it the fuck out yourself.'" <laughs> <laughs> the Reaper lit a cigarette and puffed on it. It somehow stayed in his mouth, even though he had no lower jaw. <laughs> Crumb turned and began to head up the path to the peak. He soon reached a perch where he heard a roar so loud it would have made his skin melt off if he hadn't been in some kind of coma. Or dream? And then I put ding, dinging of a bell. There you go. There's one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, Crumb shouted back down the pass. Y'all couldn't at least start me out with something like Dogman or some kind of scary endless pit or something? You gotta, you gotta start me out with a dragon? The Reaper puffed his cig and lifted up his middle finger. Yeah, 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 yutz. <laughs> <laughs> I am the dragon of temptation, the dragon bellowed. It drew its enormous head back and began to inhale. Crumb covered his ears and pissed his pants a little, even in his dream. <laughs> the dragon let out a monstrous roar as it shot not fire but ice out of its gaping mouth hole Crumb readied himself for the end but it didn't come the dragon fired its ice beam uh, to a near nearby rock wall as the ice crystallized and hardened into place Crumb could see dozens and dozens of icy cold potions that said Natty <laughs> Ice and Runic
0: oh my Crumb God. gasped
1: and a single tear fell down his sick degenerate tusks <laughs> Come mortal Drink the nectar of the gods The dragon said (laughs) Without a hint of irony (laughs) Soon Crumb and the dragon Were getting absolutely piss faced Fall down the steps Forget the shit in the toilet Drunk (laughs) On the worst gods forsaken Abomination of urinary swill Ever invented in the three realms (laughs) Megan and the old man began To slap Crumb in vain There's somebody yelling. uh, (laughs) Hoping he'd wake up and somehow be saved from his fate. Wake up, you yokel ass fuck, she yelled. (laughs) As she held up her hand for another strike, the old man caught it and held it. He looked her in her beautiful eyes and just shook his head. Suddenly, Crumb began to convulse. Frothy discharge spewed from his mouth. He retched and began to stutter uh, like he was being electrocuted. Fight it, Megan yelled, cheering him on crumb stopped moving there was silence suddenly the air began to chill behind them a blue hazy apparition began to form out of the haze Megan could see a tusk then another well shit i guess i'm a goddamn ghost now don't go on it <laughs> crumb said as he threw his hat down and kicked the dirt like a hillbilly idiot the end <laughs> wow i can't believe that's the end <laughs> <laughs> look one of the prompts wasn't write
0: a good story right? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: thank god for us all <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> <laughs> yeah that oh, was fucking man. hilarious it was so good that
1: was yeah it was just like being back home <laughs> <laughs> i was well, i was like i don't know is jeff gonna like hate this no i thought like, it was fucking hilarious i, I figured you would i was like i know he does. <laughs> i know he thinks this shit's funny yeah i had like a whole other thing like i i like chopped this up and shit it was like a whole thing sometimes i didn't know what to sometimes
0: do. you got frankenstein them together yeah. it's the only way it works yeah. right
1: yep only way it's gonna get done sometimes sometimes like, yeah. i like I'll sit there and I'll like tell myself the story, and I'm like, uh, that's funny. But I'll be like half asleep, right? Oh, yeah. And then I totally fucking forget what I was thinking. I got up in the middle of the night. I was in my bed coming up with the fucking story I was writing, and I was like, I'm going to forget this one detail. I need yep. to write it down. I walk yep. out in the hallway and put it in my You've got it. <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. That's awesome. Because I forget it like all the time. Uh. <laughs> I had a thing about like how the Northerners in the Civil War had like. Uh, better uh, Magic Wand production. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War thing. And then the one of the lines was like, and there was even a rat with a gun. <laughs> cool bot. That fucking rat keeps coming back. I want the rat right to be in almost every story. To be <laughs> uh,
0: no, not so good. Thank you. Thank uh. <laughs> you i, I, I got to admit, though, I do hate when your story is first because my throat is killing me already and my jaw aches. Mm. You didn't even
1: have the new voices. I know.
0: I know. It's a fucking good thing you were first as well because there's no way you would have survived doing those voices at the end. That's true. Probably would have caught triple COVID again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get, like, strep COVID. It's like a new COVID that just, like, your throat like falls out of your mouth.
0: Southern Orc Shh. strep COVID. <laughs> Strip coven <laughs> oh. oh, new game.
1: Ooh, bring that belly again It's a Daranos game, if I ever heard one.
0: <laughs> uh, should we take a break and then come back for a pen- yeah, Pennington absolutely. special, which is a story yeah. and something else. Blank. <laughs> right, suck a a off. <laughs> oh,
1: well, come back for that. Oh, yeah, I'll be back in a second.
0: Josh. No you're not, you're gonna get a Jeff. Fuck's sake. Other
1: Josh, this other is what Josh.
0: this is why this is why I'm the host. This, yeah. Because because the lovable Englishness of it hides up all the fuck ups.
1: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it.
0: That's it. That's
1: it. Also, still it's somehow better than what I would do. So. <laughs> Ring the bell again.
0: <laughs> You've got a Jeff special coming up, as promised. Get your hankies out and maybe whatever else you use, you sick perverts. That's my favorite <laughs>
1: sex position,
0: the Jeff special.
1: I was like, the hanky? I don't want to know what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna find out. The mayonnaise hang glider. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you rub mayonnaise on your? All right, you know what? Well, let's go let's get into my story. I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called "Die in the Dream, Die in Real Life." <laughs> what? <laughs> Freddie rules. <laughs> David stood at the edge of a grand gothic balcony carved meticulously out of black stone, which shimmered like stars in the cold night's air, his eyes squinting against the gigantic pale moon which dominated the sky in front of him. As far as the eye could see in the distance, the slow swaying of ocean waves brought the sea closer, then further away, rhythmically, steadily. The, mm. sal- the salt water smell permeated his senses, and the bracing wind whipped across his face like a bomb to his sore mind.
0: Like a bomb? Balm. B a l. Oh, like Tiger Balm. Yeah. I thought you said bong at first. <laughs> like a, ti- like a yeah, tiger like a bong
1: to his mind. <laughs> oh, man, that's my favorite Netflix show, Tiger Bong. <laughs> <laughs> this is my joke time. Shut up.
2: <laughs> okay, <I'm laughs> we'll get up. there
1: anyway. We'll get there. <laughs> he had come here a thousand times before and would would return a thousand times more. His retreat, his escape from everything that haunted him. It felt like an eternity could pass in this reprieve and nothing could spoil it. But when he glanced down at the water once more and returned his eyes to the massive moon above, no longer was it pale and placid as before. Instead, it was a deep, flaming red. Not again! All along its surface pulsed horrendous veins, pumping foul blood just beneath. He turned to run, but his legs would not move, as if he was rooted to the ground beneath. And no matter how he pulled and pushed, no escape came to him. He tried to scream, but no sound escaped his lips for the sound of a clock ticking overcame all other sound in his world. Before his eyes in the hazen distance of his once peaceful retreat, he saw the blood-red specter of numbers counting down. Five hundred. Four ninety-nine. Four ninety-eight. His body twisted and convulsed against his control, and from within his throat came an inhuman and virulent tone he had never heard before in all of his days. A hissing scream that curled his blood and bit into his very thoughts like a serrated knife. Oh. he moved with an alarming speed in an animal-like gait into the darkness before him, which swirled and eddied around like a viscous ashen smoke. Coating what's with all the viscous stuff? I, I, and I love work viscous. We're the, we're the same <laughs> yeah. guy. Coating his lungs and burning his eyes, but his body was no longer his, and whoever controlled it did not care one way or another about the pain. You possessed bitch. Finally, sitting before him on a small marble column in the darkness, was an Epson G-11 inkjet printer. (laughs) wreathed in red moonlight the rage that overcame him was white hot and uncontrollable it pressed him on like a bullet propelled from the chamber and he was upon it ripping out its insides and throwing them freely behind him like a confetti his hands were not his own they were that of a diseased beast covered in blood matted fur and festering sores the, the printer was shredded to nothingness and again he tried to scream but wakey wakey sleepyhead head <laughs> Oh, God. David Brewster's head shot up off his desk instantly, a slack-jawed half-asleep questioning groan escaping him as he did. The bright lights of the office nearly blinded him, but he had awakened like this a million times from an impromptu nap at his desk before, so he was Mm well-practiced at adjusting by this point. (laughs) Ooh, looks like Dumpy's got a case of the Mondays, said Carol, the head of HR. (laughs) who was standing just outside David's cubicle, holding a slice of cake on a little Dixie paper plate in one hand and a teeny (laughs) tiny spork in the other. Uh. Poor Dumpy. My name is David, David managed to growl out, wiping the sleep away from his eyes with the back of his fist. It's literally your job to remember that. (laughs) You see, David had gotten his nickname on his first day at working at Griftco, a subsidiary of the Blatant (laughs) Fraud Corporation uh yeah why, I feel you, why dumpy you ask why it's because of his gigantic bouncing double bubble of a juicy old jangling fat dump truck of an ass of course damn beep, beep, beep. i mean i mean this i mean this dude was packing so much back meat you can open up a barbecue joint in the back pocket of his wranglers and still have buns <laughs> left over for the rest of the franchise this dude was slanging cheeks every goddamn day of the week's I mean, goddamn, folks. (laughs) I would embrace that dumpy. Even though the HR lady calling him dumpy is, like, not great. Oh, dumpy, don't be so square. Not when that thang of yours is so round. (laughs) Carol (laughs) tittered at her own joke, turning on her heels and twinkle-toeing away down the row of cubicles like a 60s (laughs) cartoon character with the jangly bell sounds and everything. I was just thinking like Dexter's mom. (laughs) You're literally the head of HR. You can't say that (laughs) shit to me. Dumpy, (laughs) I mean, David, yelled after her. But absolutely no one heard or cared. Damn. Uh, You get that Jameson report finished and submitted. Yet, Dumpy, a voice from behind him came. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and David spun around to see who was going to bother him now. Which was no easy task, because that thing's like a fucking wrecking ball back there, y'all. I said damn, <laughs> You gotta pack that thing at the front of the trailer so your truck doesn't wobble. <laughs> <laughs> but still, he turned to see his direct middle manager boss, Bob Tully, standing behind him. With a stern look on his old, sunken, stupid bulldog of a face. <laughs> Writer's note, fuck this guy before I even properly write anything about him. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, not yet, sir. I'll have it to you by lunch, though. I've just been uh, under the weather lately, David replied with a small tug on his collar in that universal way that said, ooh, boy, or maybe something like, <laughs> uh-oh, you know the one. Uh-oh. I think a guy on the bus <laughs> nicked me with a drug syringe or something. I've just been... <laughs> Whatever, dumpy. No one needs to hear your entire life story. Waddle your huge, <laughs> swaying ass cheeks on down to maintenance and see if they can fix the printer on floor three while you're sucking up a paycheck to let the back seat out of every pair of pants you buy out by 20 feet. Wow.
2: Damn. Mr. Tully
1: said, turning and walking away. As he did, he dabbed sweat from his forehead and muttered under his breath It's always clapping by itself, too, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Nixon. Dumpy stood there. Uh, David stood there. You know what? Actually, <laughs> fuck it. There's no other name for a dude with a backyard like this. His name is Dumpy. <laughs> backyard?
2: I've never heard Dumpy that. Dumpy
1: stood there motionless, somehow feeling like he had not only lost a lot of self-respect in that exchange, but had also somehow lost some respect cosmically, like his own life story had given up giving him the dignity of using his own name. Sorry, buddy. Damn.
2: <laughs> That's
1: not even my job, he muttered to himself. After a few minutes to suck it up and tell himself for the 400th time this week that this was only a temporary job and that temporary can mean for the 10 years he'd already worked here as long as he believed it hard enough. He finally turned and headed down the hallway towards maintenance. He knocked twice on the door marked maintenance office and stood silently in the dimly lit hallway. Ironically, the light just outside maintenance was flickering and busted, which gave the dead-end hall a real slasher movie feeling <laughs> that didn't make Dumpy feel any better about the weird-ass dream he'd had a few minutes before. He would consult his Dream Diaries Reddit community about this one when he got home. <laughs> you can bet your ass on that. <laughs> It suddenly became glaringly obvious that he'd been standing in this empty hallway in front of this door thinking to himself exactly how he was going to word his angry post about how all of their guided dream shit fell apart whenever Carol from HR chewed her office party birthday cake cud (laughs) next to his ear for about five minutes now. He went to knock again, but when he pressed against the door for a moment by accident, it slowly opened inwards, the hinges creaking like an abandoned hundred-year-old home. This maintenance team fucking sucked. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Dumpy pushed the door open and peered into the room past the edge of the door. The only light in the entire space was from a lamp on a desk in the corner, but it was fairly easy to see that the front office of the maintenance department was completely unmanned. Dumpy shook his head, silently judging these people for a lot of shit at this point, when out of the corner of his eye behind the desks in the middle of the room, he saw it. It was shredded to bits, ripped piece from piece, and dumped together hazardly in the middle of the uncarpeted floor. But it was inarguable what he was staring at with recognition and horror. An Epson G11 inkjet printer. and it had been torn to absolute pieces in the exact same way as he had left it in his dream
0: he Uh, shuddered uh. and
1: backed away from the door his entire body racked with fear then he stopped himself why the hell am I afraid of a broken printer (laughs) so what if I dreamed it getting broken maybe I heard about it in my sleep from Carol or maybe Todd Bungus in the next cubicle over
2: (laughs) Todd Todd Bungus. Bungus this is
1: so stupid Dumpy walked into the maintenance office and stepped around the desks, headed over to the shredded old printer, and knelt down next to it. Unfortunately, his incalculably massive butt cheeks touched down like two meteors crashing into the planet Earth and extincting the dinosaurs to death when he knelt down too fast. So he was instantly seated on that thing. <laughs> Don't worry, though. He was still technically over the top of the printer, though. His seat cushions were so dynamically immense that he would have a bird's-eye view of the whole town sitting down if you catch my drift. That shit's bad, boy! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the Twin Peaks! (laughs) He rummaged through the pieces for a moment or two, feeling the familiarity of it, before a strange sensation overcame him. His vision blurred slightly, and his entire body slowly slumped over. An intense drowsiness, unlike any kind of exhaustion he'd ever felt, crept over him, fast and strong, until all he could do was lay down on the cold, hard concrete floor. And the moment his head touched down, he was out. He's gonna turn into a wolf. The blood-red numbers in his dreams continued to slip through the darkness one after another. 327. 326. 325. Ugh! Dumpy screamed, shooting up off the floor onto his hands and knees and then back onto his unsteady feet, wobbling back and forth because of all that back ballast he was carrying around, <laughs> <laughs> and finally finding his center of gravity. W- wh- why did... he muttered, looking around the room with wide, terrified eyes, but he stopped questioning when he saw the parts strewn about him. The printer had been split into pieces well before, but now it littered the room around him in even more jagged, misshapen chunks, but it wasn't alone. A hand dangled from its wrist's tendons from the size of the desk near the front. A leg was strung across the workbench in the back. A gaping-mouthed head sat neatly tucked into the center of the printer's chassis, staring wide-eyed and sightless back up at him. The entire room was covered in spatters and pools of blood, which trickled and dripped sickeningly across every mundane item that once made this place seem so normal. He stumbled backwards, his voice trembling, trying to form words, but none could escape the lump in his throat. He looked down at his own body and saw nothing, not a single speck of blood on him. Like he'd been covered with a tarp when the slaughter had occurred. Like he'd been gently placed into the aftermath of a double homicide. (laughs) 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 the scream finally left his throat and he ran full tilt out of the doorway and back down the hall towards the cumical farm he'd slaved away in for a decade the people he passed barely even registered him as always even as he screamed and let through the office like a madman they didn't seem to (laughs) give a shit what? He finally made it to the door to h r and banged on it over and over. It took a full minute of banging before the door was wrenched open, and Carol stared at him with a hateful glare in her eyes. Her mouth screwed up into a grimace. What? I'm on my goddamn break, Dumpy! <laughs> there's been a Damn. there's been a, a murder. Two murders. We got to get security. The, the two killed, Dumpy blurted out, tripping over his words, being absolutely frantic at this point. Oh, piss off, you fucking little crybaby. Just do what Mr. Tully asked you to do and stop parading your junky trunk around here, thinking you're better than all of us (laughs) flat asses. (laughs) Oh, that's where the abuse is
0: coming from. I've had it
1: up to here with you whining about your nickname and submitting HR reports on everyone for using your ass crack as a goal for paper football. It's just a bit of fun, Carol ranted (laughs) ruefully at him. She then turned her complete, completely bored, flat, droopy, pancake ass around and slammed the door to her office behind her. That's the worst part of the story so far, the most horrific part. <laughs> Wha- what? Dumpy sputtered out, taken out of the horror of his situation completely by that entire interaction. He shook it out of his head and turned to run away, but even frantic as he was, he had to stop running after one step, and turned to look back at Carol's door with complete bewilderment on his face, (laughs) let out one last, huh, and then run off full tilt back across the cubicle farm. He made it to Mr. Tully's office and beat on the door as well, the visions of blood-red numbers running down in his head now appearing to him in the distance in his waking moments. Mm. He tried as hard as he could to ignore them as he grabbed the door handle and yanked it open without waiting for an answer. Mr. Tully was pretty shocked to see Dumpy come into his office without him being invited in, all right, but nowhere near as shocked as the woman who wasn't Mrs. Tully since she was right in the middle <laughs> of taking some serious dictation from the boss when he arrived. If, <laughs> if you don't catch my meaning, what I'm saying is that Mr. Tully was fucking some broad <laughs> over his desk when Dumpy cramered in on him, and now she's embarrassed because she's got an old, gross, fuckwit's ding-dong in her hoo-ha. You get it now. No, no, no. Ew! I'm that's sexy. the worst part. I'm sorry. What are you trying to say? Uh, <laughs> sexual relations. Ah! Uh, she screamed. You gotta draw it for, sure. her. <laughs> for the right <laughs> price. She screamed in terror and surprise. Mister Tully screamed in rage and surprise. Dumpy screamed as well, but for his part, because he felt his entire body go limp once more. And not just because the sight of Mr. Tully's old scrinkly bull bulldog-faced dick had made it impossible for <laughs> Dumpy to really ever cool. be erect again, though it had, uh. but because the exhaustion and drowsiness had overtaken him once more. He mm. fell face-first into, into the floor in a heap, and everything went black around him in an instant. 98. 97. 96. <laughs> He gasped in air hard once more, his body jerking up from its position and his bleary-eyed stare catching sight for just one second of a gigantic, dark form leering over him. He tried to scream out, but the form was gone in an instant, flashing toward him like a video error before being as if it had never been there to begin with. What? He struggled to his feet, his hands slipping and sliding, and the blood that coated the linoleum beneath him. His stomach flipped and turned in on itself, his breath heaving out of his chest as he raised to his feet once more, already completely sure what he would find in the locked room around him. Yeah. The hoo-ha is going to be on the other (laughs) side of the room. Blood, (laughs) guts, human body parts, machinery all strewn around like a bomb had gone off. but B-O-M-B this time.
2: Oh! (laughs)
1: Gigantic sweeping slashes pockmarked every wall and surface that was even slightly still intact, and the massive bay window of the office was completely smashed out, half of a torso hanging out of it, dangling by its own entrails (laughs) in the cold winter wind that swept into the office. Nice. (laughs) That is some sick Halloween decoration. (laughs) The sight was so incredibly gruesome that in any other story, our protagonist would assuredly get violently sick right now. But I'm writing this one, so he doesn't because it's icky. Yes, (laughs) I know the rest of this story is also very icky, but there's nothing spooky about vomit, so fuck you. Yeah, Yeah. There was no way in hell, no way in any shape or form that the residents of the office didn't hear this bloodbath being done. He was certain now that something was stalking him, murdering everything he was in contact with, horrifically and inhumanly. And it must be so loud and visceral that everyone in the building must be screaming and running for their lives right now. He threw open Mr. Tully's office door and... Well, I mean, it's not shocking to us, the audience, but it was to him. Everyone was still just in their cubicles. Damn, he's like a Hyde. He's like a Mister. They were hide. working at their Windows ninety eight machines like always. What? All except for Cowboy Bob, who was standing near the elevator at the front of the office, putting his 10-gallon hat on and saying his goodbyes to the secretary. Begging your pardon, man, but I'm going to be hitting that old dusty trail a little early today. My son went camping with his football team buddies over the weekend and never checked back in with his mama and me, so we're going to go ahead and check up on him. Mighty obliged. Hell yeah! Cowboy Bob said, tipping his stetson to Belinda, the secretary, and stepping into the elevator, his spurs clinking as the doors closed. (laughs) He's wearing (laughs) spurs! Dumpy raced across the room screaming, every head in the place turning towards him in confusion, but mild interest at best. Like when a bird is flown into the office by accident, or two people wear the same tie without realizing... (laughs) (laughs) he leapt into his chair at his desk compressing the fuck out of that air glide because of his aforementioned max level glutes (laughs) max level 99 before we get to the end of the story I just wanted to remind you that this dude was sporting an absolutely bonkers rump the kind (laughs) of the kind of hindquarters that trophy hunters would mount on their wall and porn stars would mount in their dreams Oh, man. The kind of hefty hanging haunches that could feed a family of bears for this winter and everyone to come. (laughs) Wow. I'm talking real globes where life could flourish freely in verdant fields, and there's no war back there because there's room for
0: everyone.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so nice. Well, I
0: found out what I'm putting on my gravestone. (laughs) (laughs) But I digress dumpy heaved
1: breaths as he grabbed at the landline phone on his desk the blood coating his hands making it slip out of his grasp and onto the surface with a loud plastic clanking he fumbled it back up to his ear afterwards his hands were shaking so hard he could barely type 9 1 the phone fell to the floor with a resounding thud its cord jangling back and back and forth from the impact freely dumpy's face slammed into his desk and remained there motionless. What? The other denizens of the office finally gathered around, looking him over with confusion and disgust at his bloodied state. They began to whisper amongst each other about him maybe having a bad nosebleed, because Tippy Santiago (laughs) in accounting saw him picking his nose by the water cooler once. (laughs) Tippy, you fucking... Bingo Jones, in Corporate Accounts Receivable, who was a genuine piece (laughs) of shit liar who loved to just spew horse shit to get attention swore up and down that he was a coke addict and that he and dingy Ben from the warehouse had seen him using cocaine behind the dumpster with a stinky old hooker on lunch hour many a time <laughs> Stinky old everyone hooker. believed him because it was an office and believing this shit was better than the lives they had to live here any day Oh, (laughs) fucking that is the true horror. That hits home. (laughs) They they were all silenced pretty instantly when Dumpy's body began to convulse on his desk, though. It shook violently for a moment, and then stopped, the bare skin of his face and arms plodding against the metal of his desk sickeningly. There was a moment of held breath where the office denizens took a step back from him, all eyes staring unblinkingly at his body. Three two what? one that made it impossible to miss the sight of something pushing against his back from the inside that pressing it like... outward and then letting it sink back in they began to panic then and screams ran out as visible handprints from inside the body began to distend <gasps> the skin wow. outward vi- Ooh, violently ring. pushing mm-hmm. against the cage of his flesh from within The office workers were scattering and screaming when his back split open down the spinal cord and flayed outwards like a reverse autopsy to (laughs) to reveal a growing, gigantic, black furred form within that lurched out onto the ground like an animal's birth. The form continued to swell, and the cracking and forming of bones filled the room almost at the same moment as the swelling sound of a bestial, guttural snarl fingers as long as arms unfurled and gripped into the floor the lights overhead oh, flashing and strobing violently just from the thing's presence making it impossible to make out exactly what it was inside of its ring exactly what it was outside of its wrinkled elongated maw lined with jagged overlapping dripping teeth cricket and man its immense <laughs> body covered every inch in black ashen fur It stood up to its full height, reaching from floor to ceiling with size to spare, its gigantic legs smashing down into the floor beneath it. It reared its head back and opened its jaw beyond its widest point, the cheeks splitting to accommodate row after row of slathering teeth within. And from the depths of this creature's form came a screeching, inhuman scream that sent blood erupting from the ears of every human being who had fled for their lives within the office that day. I just stuck around. I want (laughs) to see where this is going. The phone rang only once. An electronically deepened and disguised voice answered without hesitation, "'Report.'" The man holding the bloody office landline phone to his ear placed a small handkerchief over its receiver and spoke spoke quickly in turn. The experiment was beyond success. The next-generation chrysalid far exceeds anything that came before. (laughs) Turnaround time is now down to eight minutes once the serum matures. Zero degradation. We will move forward with continued production, then, the electronic voice on the other line responded. Hail Gestalt. They both said in unison, the phone lines going dead. <laughs> They're not the end. Wow! so
0: good. Coincidentally, I can make my turnaround time eight minutes if I really oh,
1: try. Damn, Hido. you can do it less than
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my lips, my lip chap. I'll, I'll get you up there. Uh, that was so good. Thank you. That was you. Yeah, so I, good.
1: I hate going before you because you are incredible at descriptions. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even fucking like dude, it's like I could see this shit, mm-hmm. man. Thanks. Like you. it's crazy thank good. Thank
0: you, thank you, thank you. I will suck your dick too. <laughs> It had um, real... Uh, the transformation scene had a real American werewolf in London. In London, it, yeah. That I really That's what I thought. Yep. It's, I yep. thought about putting
1: this in the story and making it more obvious. Uh, mm-hmm. But I thought maybe it would take away tension right at the end. But mm-hmm. he didn't turn into a werewolf. No. Because of his giant ass. He turned yep. into a horrific <laughs> baboon monster. Yeah. Oh, he was a baboon. He was a baboonman. He was a baboonman. <laughs> I thought he was a cricket man. Everything's Cricket Man with there, me, though. Yeah. Big in the cricket man. There might man. be a cricket man in the follow-up to this. Ah! We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Man Fest Cricket Man. The- can, we, can we get, like, a Cricket Man shirt where it's just Cricket Man walking like that one Bigfoot video? <laughs> <laughs> what we should do is have a Cricket Man shirt that has the blurry fi- photo of Bigfoot, but he's Photoshopped out and there's nothing there. There's
2: nothing, and it says Cricket Man on it.
1: Like he's so small, like he's in the background, <laughs>
0: little little blemish on a rock or something like that. That's so fucking funny.
1: Holy shit! Oh, there is so uh, there is at least one person listening to this who recognizes the name Gestalt for something and knows where this story is going now. Geralt. no. <laughs> He's got two swords. Two sword baboons. Okay, well <laughs> oh, now you ruined our podcast. <laughs> we are fucking over now. This is 4.9. That poor guy is going to be listening to this and be like, I what know. in this? I know. There's he's so... Like, I feel bad that we keep bringing it up,
0: but also... It's affectionate. It is affectionate. It's funny. It is. It is affectionate. Yeah. No, I'm glad you guys like my story. That's yeah, good. I always like it. I always, you know, I always say this every week, and it's getting really fucking boring. That I'm gonna say it again, but I found myself forgetting that I was on a podcast for a second. Yeah, and I just listened.
1: Yeah, and I always I feel like do that. I'm there. I got like you were like talking about how I'm like falling asleep, and I was like mm-hmm. yawning and shit. <laughs> like I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> That's I'm fucking like post hypnotic suggestion. The only time a writer, a writer mm. wants someone to yawn during their story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, that, that no so good. Uh, Gestalt it. will return. Mm. Gestalt is like a thing. Psychology. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gestalt yep. is a a thing that's uh more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, Sounds man. like Gestapo to me. Um There are no <laughs> Nazis involved in this one. No. That guy sounded like a maybe he could have been a well, Nazi. We'll He's a <laughs> Maybe like, if you're good, well, whatever, you'll get a We'll see. No, I don't... <laughs> For Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle.
0: Oh, man. That was really good. Thank you. Whew. Thank you very much. Yeah. Should we take a break?
1: Whatever happened to Timmy Bongo's or whatever? Oh, oh all yeah. Dead. Oh, everybody okay. except cowboy bob died and he's got a oh, real yeah, fucking rude awakening when he gets home yeah <laughs> i like how this took place in the 90s like is office space like i was like <laughs> oh, <not> shit. <laughs> yep i mean the phone this maybe God took God's place pretty pretty in the modern good. day who knows you, if Do people still if use you've ever 98? worked at a shitty like local corporate yeah. office, they still got Windows ninety eight sometimes. Yeah, and phones.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when I joined my uh, office three years ago, they still had Windows XP.
1: Oh, Damn. the good one. No, mm-hmm. ME, was, ME the was the horrible best one.
0: one. Jesus. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Break time. Break. Break time. We'll sit. We'll be right back in less than eight minutes right rich <laughs> it, in indeed if i can get there maybe less mm. oh my god josh is having a snack don't worry <laughs> Are you interrupting what? me already? Are you interrupting you, you, me? You, this is not the you, intro. You cut out. I don't know. You were like, <laughs> something happened. You're I'm making like, sure well, you're okay. Come back. Yeah, oh, it was geez. weird. Wow. I, perhaps I wanted to put the emphasis on come. I mean, okay. There you, there you just go. did. There you go. <laughs> put the, the cum emphasis. on emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to our Brendan Fraser podcast. Yeah. Um, where we talk about how hot he is and how much we love him. It's a lot, Mm. and it's a lot. We did that for the entire
1: break that we went on, in case you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about. You got to listen to a cool snazzy tune, but we got to listen to our dicks get hard. (laughs) It sounds like this. It's exactly the sound it makes. It's like an old creaky door. (laughs) Oh, you guys got old man wieners is why. Dude. Well, you know. I'm a young Mm -hmm. child. Yep.
0: Yep. (laughs) 86. Get real. (laughs) My story this week uh, is a continuation of something that I started two weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I mean what the fuck are you listening to this episode before why episode 10 fuck? anyway? Yeah. Why, would you, <clears throat> why
1: would you Why would you start with episode 12? Just cuz it has fuck? a
0: 1 in it doesn't mean it's the first one, you idiot. Yeah. Get wrecked losers. Bros uh, Patreon.com bros before pros. <laughs> um these
1: oh, guys. <laughs> Let us do this for a living, please, come <laughs> Look, you cocks. <laughs> oh! please, please give us your money at Patreon.com/class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
0: Oh, that is a rich move there. <laughs> Saying the wrong podcast. m podcast. patreoncom <laughs> Oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> My episode this week is called "The Nightmare Council." That sounds horrible. Ooh. It is, and it will be. <laughs> Halle Swiftfeather the, that's right the elf from the second episode pushed, pushed the low hanging branch aside to step into Gladecleft's ceremonial clearing but no one was there to greet her there were no council chairs usually reserved for the leaders of the six elven kingdoms wood, dark, high, space, science and that random sect of elves that always turned up buckass nude to proceedings that's not wood elves? <laughs> Halley thought that they should be the real wood elves But yes! instead they were just called Funky Weird Elves <laughs> Yes <laughs> Instead of the Thrones
1: Wait, there's science elves?
0: Yeah, I mean it's basically Spock there's also Oh sp- yeah well, wait, You said there were space elves well, as well Well, there's, there's, there's ones that live in space And there's ones that are on the planet This is a whole thing Wait till they pay for the bestiary <laughs> Instead of the thrones, stood a single dark tree. It wasn't a tree she was familiar with, the branches black and gnarled, though very much alive. In fact, more than alive. It seemed to be pulsing. No, it was breathing. Mm. She walked up to it with measured, trepid fo- tepid footsteps, not blinking until she was a foot from the tree. She reached a hand out to the trunk and gasped at what she saw. It was small and pudgy, the hand of a child. A child that touched their father's laptop without washing their fucking hands first. And don't they know how much that costs, Evan? (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. (laughs) Looking down, she saw her waif smock that she wore as an apprentice when she was only 10 years old. Once the initial surprise was gone, she noticed that the trunk of this obsidian tree was nothing but knotted and wound cabling, a tree made of machinery and wires. That's sick! Suddenly filled with a desperation for it to be gone, Hallie pulled at the thick cables, tearing chunks of it away from its mass. She did this until she felt a heat on her back, and turned to see there was no forest around her, only the burned and smouldering remnants of her home, light in the sky in an orange hue. Even the dank pit dwarves that had slaughtered her clan knew not to disturb the trees, but someone, something, had burned every tree to stump and root. A heinous sin to an elf. Mm. Hands hit steel and her attention was drawn back to the structure in front of her. Probing with her fingers, she felt the edges of a metallic frame and pulled it out of the tangle. It was a screen, displaying nothing but static, and in the white noise she suddenly heard a whisper. There you are. Two steel, skeletal, clawed hands burst from the screen to grab her around the throat. Try as she might, she couldn't fight, the cold creeping into her and paralysing all thought and feeling. The hand squeezed, and as the light faded from Hallie's sight, she heard the ringing of a bell in the distance. Ding! Come back, General. Hallie opened her eyes to find herself cross-legged on the floor, surrounded by candles. There was something there. A recollection of something, but she couldn't grasp it. She reached back and felt a pain at her throat. Then further, to remember her golem-aided destruction of the Dank Pit Brewery. Then further back to some questionable questionable music tastes in college, and an even more questionable (laughs) taste in men. (laughs) Great placebo song. (laughs) Great placebo song. Including that guy who said, (laughs) supposedly... Oh, oh Jesus. man! Allie. Come on! <laughs> that is fucking terrible. <laughs> you take what you can get, sometimes, right? Like <clears throat> <clears throat> not that, does it? Really... <laughs> <laughs> she stopped trying with an exhalation. What, whatever it was, the vision had gone. Um, it's it's not common to be able to to be unable to recall a reading, General Swiftfeather. That's why we exist—to scribe what prophecies we can to these tablets. Omnicea Mookie sat in front of her <gasps> on the carpet, slightly twitchy around so many open flames. At least yeah. that's what <laughs> At least that's what Halley hoped it was. <laughs> the moth Mookie hadn't changed a bit in the ten years since Halley had first visited the Mothman Propheciers to get a read-in to find out. I love that you all let me both laugh at that whenever I say it. It's
1: so funny. It's, it's so, so funny. genius.
0: Yeah. Uh, since she had first visited the Mothman Prophecyers to get a reading to find out how she could destroy the Dank Pits. They were still cute as a button, antennae constantly twitching, but there was a confidence about them now, a power emanating from them that Hallie could also almost reach out and touch. I'm having these dreams every night, nightmares really. I can't remember them all too well, but I wake in pain and unease. Hallie wiped her sweating forehead. Could you see anything? The uh, the future is hard to see, Father Flicker, the luminous green moth who acted as the Omnicia's chief advisor began, but the Omnicia held up a hand to silence him. No, we don't keep truths from people any longer, Father. No obfuscations, no riddles, the moth said, then ha- offered Halley a tilt of her, the, their head. It's not good, General. An evil rises in the north on the site of your destroyed home. Is this connected to that message you asked Dutes to give me, Omnisia, about this Technomancer? Hmm. Please, call me Mookie. To say I'm not used to the Omnisia title is a little bit of an understatement. Mookie, Dude, I get
1: that shit tattooed across my chest. I'd be like, <laughs> you call me master.
0: Mookie looked slightly embarrassed. Hallie knew the feeling well. To obtain a role and fill the expectations of the role were two very different things. Only if you call me Hallie. The whole general thing may have the men folk finally listening to me, but it makes me feel a little bit old. Deal. <laughs> Mookie, Mookie held out a leg, which Hallie took in both of hers eagerly. H- Hands, not legs. I was going to say, did I she shake like, legs? <laughs> this is getting, like, real hot. <laughs> Once the gesture was finished, the smiles vanished, and Hallie and her new friend remembered what they were doing here. The, uh... The Mothman prophecies have serviced others with these sorts of dreams and visions recently. The old doctrine was to hide them, to hope that the futures read would not come to pass. I kind of believe that's a little bit cowardly. It's already cost me friends and family. Hallie was shocked by the admission to hear the keeper of all Ithia's secrets so honest, so open. She had to wonder what that would mean in terms of data protection. Rich, is this a good joke? Is this how far you've fallen? <laughs> patreon.com slash bros before pros before the office life claims me for good (laughs) look at rich's dump
1: truck ass (laughs) oh yeah
0: rich dumpy masters over here (laughs) thanks I'm I'm twerking as you say it bitch bapsters oh nice if we need to investigate this technomancer I'd rather it be kept between the people who already know about this. Mookie stirred in their seat uncomfortably. Yeah, um, about that, we need to talk, General. Mm. Doots Bardley sharpened Bardley sharpened the axe edge of her kitar while she waited mm. in the great hall and watched her fellows that had been summoned. They were a motley crew, and not in the shitty band sex tape having way, but. <laughs> but the badass group of killers and mercs way in one corner far from everyone else a human doots knew as the ranger Rhea Grace snored heavily as she sat in a chair with her robotic eyes swivelling in their sockets watching the rest of them even as she dozed
1: what? It's fucked up.
0: on another table a bright orange jelly skelly man with neon green bones floating in her body sat playing a drinking game with a swamper frog man with a large hexagonal spiked cudgel <laughs> the game seemed to be who could drink their drink the fastest. The loser would then have to down a drink and the winner also seemed to celebrate by downing a drink. Everybody <laughs> wins. She wondered if the two friends would welcome her pointing out that they what they were doing wasn't technically a game, but she didn't want to spoil their fun. It's b- technically binge drinking.
1: <laughs> just I'm like so dad excited used to the, do the jelly skelly me in this bag. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs>
0: too bad the prompt wasn't frogs again yeah yeah (laughs) on the other side of the room silently watching the rest of the party was someone she hadn't initially seen the darkling tabor he was sim slim and lithe a shadow made sentient his entire skin an inky oily black (laughs) suddenly doots realized she was doing something she always did when she was nervous these days her glowing fingers rubbed against the carved message on the back of the keytar, a message of friendship that she still couldn't understand, no matter how hard she tried. The technomancer comes, tell General Swiftfeather to ready for war, love your friend. The message was accompanied by the a carv- carving of a moth, a carving she assumed was from that kid at the Mothman prophecies that was so nice to her. The guilt at being unable to remember made her burn white hot. What the hell was wrong with her? She was so lost, so damaged, that she couldn't even remember someone who had been kind to her. It made her feel Mm -hmm. sick. Doots pulled her knee up and started playing a calming tune that filled the room. It instantly made her feel a little better, the stings of guilt fading with every note. That's a
1: great lyric. The stings of guilt, man. (laughs) That is pretty sick. (laughs) I'm not going to
0: lie. You play so beautifully. Tabor was at her elbow suddenly his inky voice smoother than Marvin Gaye covered in honey flavoured sex lube
2: Whoa! <laughs>
0: I have never felt so calm how do you do this I just use the strings to find the sympathetic frequencies needed to produce the effect needed, Doot shrugged she'd never really thought of how of the how of it before, it's just maths really There are frequencies to make people sick or slow or to turn people into rabid animals. Those are usually football songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's soccer for our American audience. Thank you. Thank you, editor. (laughs) Everyone in the room now surrounded her, so entranced by her playing that they had stopped what they were doing and were entirely fixated on her. The frogman smiled serenely as he linked arms with the Jelly Skelly woman both of them swaying together or maybe holding each other up due to all the drinking. <laughs> it be beautiful, isn't it, Barthor? The je- oh, sorry, that was a wrong voice. Sorry, I'll do that again. Great voice, though. It's beautiful, isn't it, Barthol? The Jelly Skelly Man said. Like being back in the Spawn Blotch, the Frogman responded.
2: <laughs> spawn Blotch!
0: <laughs> That's grosser than anything I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> Dutes found herself marvelling at the fact that they could all understand each other. The universal translator devices they had embedded behind their ears really were a science elf work of wonder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Spock>. No.
0: <laughs> there would be no speak, friend and enter style mess ups on this quest. <laughs> oh, God. It's sappier than an Ents nutsack in here. really grey muttered in disgust fuck I was in the middle of hunting the worst of vermin republican anti-union werewolf cops
1: (laughs) (laughs) we've jumped the republican anti-union werewolf shark
0: cop (laughs) I've put in brackets here a raw cab (laughs) a raw cab (laughs) fuck yeah dude that's the shirt right there. Yeah. I want to know why the hell we've been called to the capital. I think I can help you with that, Rhea Gray, a voice at the end of the hall declared. Oh, I think I can help you with that, Rhea Gray, a voice at the end of the hall declared. Doots knew who it was instantly and lowered her face in shame. At the grand double doors to the hall stood Omnisia Muki, flanked by General Swiftfeather. Mookie took a deep breath and looked round at the group, not happy about their first public address and the direction it might take. She rubbed her front legs together for warmth and spoke. When the uh, Mothman prophecies came together under the first Omnisia, a decision was made to preserve and control the flow of information in certain regards. It it was thought that by protecting people from knowledge about a possible future we could offer a, a guiding hand? back to a more positive viewpoint. Like, if they saw someone might mix stripes and checks in a shirt-tie combo, we might (laughs) keep that knowledge from them in the hope they might avoid such a fashion faux pas. Fucking Timmy bongos. (laughs) Mookie snorted a laugh, but when no one so much as smiled, mainly because people wore male jerkins and capes in this universe and no one knew what the hell they were talking about, (laughs) Mookie went on. The, uh, the 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 problem was we we then started controlling everything we interpreted as threatening, the the bad decisions, bad omens, everything from a beating to a genocide we avoided, we contained and deleted, forgetting that sometimes good decisions can lead to catastrophe too. Mm-hmm. How did you mm-hmm. contain and delete them? Doots sneered, and Mookie saw a fury on her that they had never seen. The um prophesies recorded and wiped the memories of anyone who had displayed visions of Armageddon, genocide, war Halley said with a look of sorrow she had to have been wondering if one of the mothmen had inver- inadvertently helped the dank pit dwarves kill her kin hmm stee- those fuckers mm. Tabor steepled his fingers in front of his face and just watched them all he was a creepy looking inky spot that somehow was there and not there at the same time reflective and absorbent Looking at him was like looking into a deep despair that no one could escape. The opposite of light. It was no it was no surprise she was suspicious of him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have a mirror too, Rich <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, pit of despair. You're welcome, bitch bastards. <laughs> the pit got you. Wait <laughs> The pit gets us all, Jeff. That's what's what true. true. That's, what That's cool. true. Wait. <laughs> The jelly skelly called Blotch stood straight, her slime changing to a deep red. That time I came to the prophecies and woke up in an apothecary's tent three months later. Was that you guys? No, you gelatinous idiot. That was my cousin's hellarps wedding. You drank the clan mage's entire potion bag and nearly died. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, did you just say clam mage? <laughs> clan mage. Oh, I was like, a clam mage? <laughs> but that yeah, clam mage, if it, if, it's, if it works. Barthor erupted into laughter and Blotch joined him. Mookie cut through their revelry. We, um, we took something from all of you at some point. Some of you more than once. Mookie couldn't avoid Dute's glare. "'I find this incredibly redundant. "'If it was in service of the realm, then what does it matter?' "'Ria Grey shrugged, not caring about any of it "'and checking her dual crossbow pistols. "'Nothing, I suppose,' Hallie nodded, "'unless you've been dreaming of the metal-scold fiend I have.' "'They stood Mm. in silence, a shock descending on each of them. "'Looks of understanding passed, "'each one remembering the face of the Technomancer "'as if a sudden recalled dream. "'He be real?' Barthorne shuddered, gripping the menacing (laughs) cudgel tighter. I dreamed I watched him slaughter my kin, Blotch muttered. All of them split in front of me. Doots stood and strode towards Mookie with such menace that Halley blocked her. How many times, how many times did you butchers take my memories? As Halley ordered her to stand down, Doots crumpled to the floor and sobbed. By my count, about two hundred times. Mookie got oh, up and placed a leg on probably, her friend's head.
1: Probably not good. No.
0: For your brain. It's
1: brain damage level. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mookie got up and placed a, f- a leg on their friend's head, feeling tears in their eyes. I'm so sorry, dudes. Walking to her arm, uh, to her arm's chest in the hall, Hallie pulled her longsword, the fucker-upper, <laughs> and her shield, Steve. From the reliable. locker, <laughs> old reliable Steve. Steve from the locker and strapped them on. She turned to the rest of them and smirked. How about we all go kill us a nightmare? Yeah. Barthor hopped up on a rock face, jump by jump until he was at the top. Then swiveled his eyes frontwards to look out over the forest of Gladecleft, a small swampish land in the middle of the forest. General Swiftfeather and the Moth, who he just assumed they would brought along as a packed lunch. <laughs> had to, had to, frogs eat moths man what am I going to say They eat. do they eat moth man? Oh, though well he's a frog man maybe I guess maybe we'll find out in the future if I get that bleak with the story
1: yeah you're probably going to do it because <laughs> <laughs> you're a sick son be. of a bitch <laughs> this fucking lovable character and one of the other characters just like and eats them like a Which <laughs> <laughs> like fucking like Grogu just eating those eggs <laughs>
0: General Swiftfeather and the moth had said this was where the Technomancer would be waiting. It had been a week-long trip back to the Glade of the Wood Elves, far from the true boggy lands he hailed from, as hot and humid as a post-sex butt crack in the height of a (laughs) heatwave. Holy shit. He wanted to cave this metal bastard's face in with his cudgel. What do you see, wart face? Blotch called up to him. Barthor smiled, his throat pouch expanding as he chuckled to himself. <laughs> Your mama's phone number on every tree. Asking for some sweet frog action. What? <laughs> All right, I got a new favorite. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> Blotch laughed, picking up a stone and throwing it at him. I can't remember what voices I've done for these, so I'm just gonna do some dude, it's fine. <laughs> I never. Yeah, I don't know. You can't fuck a jelly skelly. We'd burn your little toad chode directly off your body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I know why there's a frogman in the story. Yep, yep. Toad chode. Uh, that is a shirt if ever I heard one. Toad, there's so many. Don't kill these characters before we can make shirts and plushies of them. Your mama would be worth it. He laughed, watching his friend range ahead. <sighs> Tabor slivered out of Barthor's shadow and put a finger to his lips. Perhaps you should worry less about your bravado and more on the matter at hand. I don't want to be killed because you two can't resolve some unresolved sexual tension. (laughs) Barthor grabbed the Darkling by the neck and threw him to the ground, then placed the cudgel at his chest. Chest. Worry less about me, dark thing, and more about how easy it would be to crush you to dust. In a flash... (sighs) Tabor shrank back into the shady side of the club and forced it violently into Barthor's face. Don't test me, you sweaty green monstrosity. With that, he had vanished into the shadows, leaving Barthor to lick his wounded pride.
1: Yeah, With his big frog With his tongue. big frog tongue, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, you can go in the shadows. Yeah. I
0: want that. You, you do, you're a darkling, aren't you? Uh, you're, a da- you're a dark pit sh- of despair. That's what we've, we've, we've. That's yeah. <laughs> well, don't tell everybody.
1: <laughs> Next thing I'm getting phone calls. Can you fucking kill my whatever, whatever? It's <laughs> an industry secret that Josh is a darkling. Mm. Keep out of your head. <laughs> That's yeah. how you get successful in this business. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Luckily, we only we only have a few listeners, so it's fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody listens to this. it be fine. Yeah. I must not be a darkling. <laughs>
0: What was that about? Rhea Rhea Gray perched in a tree high above them, her robotic eyes scanning the trees. Darklins and Swampers, been at war for about 50 years now. Tabor's pop and mine met in battle at the mud shores of Grenith, Killed each other. Blood debt was paid, but not like we'd be picking out bed linen or anything. (laughs) Might have something else to fight pretty soon, Swamper. Rhea turned from the trees to look Barthor in the eyes. You think this thing is real? Six of us having the same thing appear in our dreams? Barthor ran a tongue over his slimy lips. That's so gross. (laughs) That's the job of the hut when he's talking to Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Seems likely. Why? What did you dream? A choice I wouldn't have thought myself capable of. Rhea looked sad, almost distraught. ''You?'' ''The throgman fought for a second, wondered if he might be revealing a weakness.'' ''Saw myself fall, so's I did. Something in my back. No dignity. No honour. Not dying laying pipe in some sweet clutch of spawn.'' <laughs> 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 it is the word. <laughs> ''Just me and the cold dirt.'' Ria went to say something, but both of them turned in unison as a bright flare went off in the forest. Rhea pushed the button behind her ear. General, you see that? Doots pushed through the brush as she played Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone, convincing the plants (laughs) the sun had gone in and making the leaves part either side of her makeshift path.
2: That's That's brilliant!
0: (laughs) Mookie followed her, but they had barely spoken the last six days. Doots couldn't bear to look at her so-called friend. Clever, Mookie whispered. Dutes grunted in response, but Mookie pressed on. I, I understand you might not forgive me, you might not forget, but the, the reason I carved that message on your kitar was to let you know the truth. Secret messages don't really cut it with an amnesiac that's been mind-violated hundreds of times. I, I didn't know, Dutes. I promise, I didn't know. Dutes stopped, but didn't turn. But yet, you went along with it. Mookie's voice was quiet, ashamed. We, we thought fought this thing together and it killed the closest thing I had to family. Mookie wiped a tear from their eye. I was so confused. I was so scared. I did what I was told to do. You were wrong, Doots said between her clenched teeth. I I was. I freely admit it. But I came back for you to tell you the truth. I could have hid it, hit it, but I didn't. Doots spun, so angry she was crying now. That doesn't erase what you did. Mookie looked crestfallen. I know, I know. Doots tucked her chin into her chest. She wanted to shout at Mookie, to be angry with them, but she just couldn't. Mookie was trying to put things right because they cared about her. Most dismissed her as a lunatic or a crackpot, but Mookie's people did this to her. An emptiness filled Doots' belly. Mooks, do you honestly see a future where we're friends again? Mookie smiled, their antenna twitching. I, I don't need to. I've got something better than visions. I've got hope. As Mookie, Mookie. held a leg out, Doots hesitated before the two of them were assailed by a white light. Hallie rushed to the light-burned light clearing to find the rest of them waiting for her, surrounding a metal man lying in a crater. The sounds of buzzing and birdsong surrounded them. Mookie and Doots stood behind him and the rest to either side. Rhea Gray activated her bitching cloak cloak and turned invisible. (laughs) Before anyone could do anything else, the metallic man sat upright, looking around but not truly seeing them. What is it? Barthor asked, his throat pouch swelling in defence. (laughs) "What?" The robot turned to Barthor, then Blotch. He was so odd, curious like a child, smiling innocently. Rhea appeared in a flash of blue and brandished a pair of repeating crossbows at him, her knuckles white as she gripped the guns. He barely even registered and instead stood up but it made Hallie furious What if this was a trick? She raised the fucker upper and tried to sound mean <laughs> though she sounded like something out of those high fantasy soap operas on the television that got all the details wrong Talk, <laughs> Talking toad men Absolute rubbish <laughs> 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 speak soft stranger you are either lost or an agent of our prey the metal man registered no threat, no danger whatsoever I do not know where I am what country is this he took a step forward quick as a flash, Dutz pulled her axe up from behind him and rested it under his chin I don't know General Swiftfeather. this one looks mighty shiny to me the intruder <laughs> recoiled at his voice his eyes wide calm down Dutz, Mookie put a leg to Dut's shoulder This isn't a time for anger. The general needs us ready for anything. The thing turned quickly and held Doots in a long embrace which shocked everyone. Doots Bardsley, most of all. Doots? I thought you had died. Mookie looked uncomfortable, looking down at their lower legs before they noticed the man was holding something. Mookie snatched it from his hand and turned away. A rustling was heard as the Omnisia smoothed out a piece of paper and stared at it in disbelief, then showed Doots. Where did you get this? Doots demanded, pushing him away from her. The metal man looked confused. You gave it to me before you pushed me through that portal. Before you died. Doots <laughs> flipped her keytar to show him the message scratched there. The one she had shown Halley, The message that had bound them all to this quest. It matched the one on the scrap of paper Mookie held. Halley gave Barthor the signal. I can explain, the robotic man muttered. Arthur brought the back of the cudgel down on the man's head, knocking him out. All of them stood in shock as the stranger fell to the floor unconscious. Go to sleep, robot child.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what now? Rhea asked. All eyes flitted to Halle before they followed her gaze and turned to Doots and Mookie. The pair looked uncomfortable, desperate even. Mookie shuffled. I suppose we should tie him up, continued to our objective. Halle nodded. This was becoming more and more confounding by the minute. Tabor slivered back to the camp after five minutes and nudged Hallie awake. She had slept for about five minutes and the small rest she had gotten made her feel like she had gone ten rounds with a bottle of Burt butts, hurt guts, magical ale. <laughs> Whoa. (laughs) 14 vomits or your money and stomach lining back.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. That's a bad. That's a two day hangover. That is a two day hangover. Where can we purchase this? Yeah, and when (laughs) are we getting them?
0: I mean, two day hangovers, aren't they just the thing now after 30. Oh yeah, when you're like 35. Yeah. yeah, It's just. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hallie noticed that Table was keen to avoid dudes. It made sense. Shadows couldn't live so close to the light. General Swiftfeather, I found something. They all entered the clearing together, Blotch carrying the metal stranger over her broad jelly shoulders, but Hallie felt as if she were truly alone. The black tree stood in the clearing as it had in her nightmare, as menacing now as it was then. She took steps towards it again, unable to hear the words of discouragement from her fellows. In the middle of the trunk of cables, a metal monitor sat, and as she turned it to herself, red Mm -hmm. numbers counted down three then two then one the explosions even as far off as they were rung loud in their ears but the sound came after a piercing light that blinded and a gust of wind that threatened to pull the trees from the ground Uh when the cacophony was over halley climbed the tree as no other in the party could eager to get to high ground the major cities of ithia the white lands the swamps the dominion of men the stone city of Dwarves, the Vale of shadows all were ablaze as they were in Halle Swift Feather's dream. And miles away, the creature that was once Timmy Blackcrest and the AI Eden smiled. To be continued.
1: Oh my oh god! My god, our heroes are not doing so hot, Rich. This is, this <laughs> is fucking bad, man. Why are you making me feel shit? <laughs>
0: yeah, how dare Cause you? Because Chris, feel... Christmas
1: make oh, me shit. feel my feelings
0: yeah there we <laughs> i felt all kinds of emotions <laughs> emotion. uh yeah so i've i've uh i've got another part of this bit to tell but i'm going to swap it out next week because i don't want to i don't want you, know. you don't want to make wanna, us sad i don't want to make anyone too sad
1: <laughs> i think people that have was to wait great. an extra week for this one Mm. and thus for the next one and then the one after so you're <laughs> oh, giving yeah, people yeah. some blue balls is... <laughs> yeah you're blue yeah dude
0: you gotta break yeah. it up I've got I've got some stories running concurrently I can't I can't That's do them true. all I Just true just down down a fucking
1: yeah I wrote down a note here I wanted to ask you uh-huh, at the end of the uh-huh, story uh huh uh you said the Frogman and the
0: darkling killed each other their dads killed each other oh, their okay.
1: dads like oh. our dads did <laughs> yeah I remember yeah
0: in the bros before pros wars.
1: Yeah, br- yeah, in the B4 wars. Yeah. That's B4. Yeah. Yeah. It, this is why we there had were to no do this blood as an the <laughs> There were no blood debts or anything because Josh and I both didn't particularly care. For it. We were like, <laughs> so, good. I was like, yeah, good. That's, we're best friends now. It's that's fine. We're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Get
0: fucked, dads. Thanks for taking out the trash. <laughs> Looks like you took out the trash, Dad. <laughs> um, I ha- I am having a bit of uh, a problem with these stories Is in that I am trying to create some characters to uh, die because it's w- a wartime thing. And yeah. then I'm liking the characters too much and I'm just adding all the time.
1: Well, <laughs> we can... We could be like uh, I don't. This is I. This is like your hated J.K. Rowling, right? And mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. kill off like some random twin that doesn't really matter because there's one there's of them that's one. left. Yeah, yeah. you got a spare. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. the thing is, as soon as you introduced Barthor, I was like, I love this character, but I know
0: he's gonna die. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. One good thing about Daranos is like you turn into a ghost or a skeleton That's and you're true. not even dead.
0: That's true. When you're dead here, you're dead. Unless you're another version of yourself, like Duke's That universe is, is crazy, Yeah, though. the rules
1: of the three realms are strange.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know which one's worse
1: to live in and to die in. Well, it's next pretty week? H- this is pretty horrible. <laughs> mine dude. has office work, so maybe mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah, it's worse yeah. Than None that. of
0: my heroes have had to do uh, a spreadsheet, so this is
1: true. <laughs> They've uh, never had bro. to go to their third meeting today. A four o'clock meeting on a fucking day before Christmas break. Yep. Yep.
0: I had a two yep. and a half hour meeting today. Jesus. Bro, i you know like, I live in the worst universe. I would just stood up and been like, boo. Yeah
1: the whole time. <laughs> okay, Rich was sitting in that meeting after the first hour and a half like, where yeah. is the horrible baboon man? <laughs> where <is laughs>
2: my Where's
1: the baboon
0: man? At the least baboon-man? a cricket man. I should have taken my Homer Simpson uh, eyes painted on the legs yeah. of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then bring out your second pair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, also, um, a peek behind the curtain. I wrote this story last week, and then I read it yesterday, and I was like, "I don't like it." And I started again from like page two. So, oh my Yeah,
1: <laughs> you—that
0: you—that's commitment. That's uh, crazy. It's fucked up perfectionism. Don't don't get don't get it, anyone. Mm, I don't know. Artists being weirdly perfectionists, I don't know if that's a trait. It's
1: new to mm. me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. yeah I to that. <laughs> Jeff and I are like we're good. I'm done. <laughs> story good, me done. Yeah, pretty much. I finished my story and I was like, Oh, I forgot to do this thing. Eh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I do that all the time too. I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, I'll get yep. that joke next time.
0: I'll <laughs> we'll um, get him next time, champ. There were weird uh, parallels again this episode. Bells yeah, swamps. Uh Bells be- yep. Bells Meetings the word, the word viscous. Viscous. Yeah. One brain.
1: We're, yeah, it's with a hive weird. mind. We're, yeah, we are the technomancer. Fuck. Do you know what
0: as well? I was uh read I was I can't remember what it was when we were in a break, uh I checked the Discord and Phantom Thief Goofus had said Rich has that dog in the Masters, and I was saying something about dog before. I was doing the, I was doing a really bad impression, wasn't I? So. Oh wow! How do it's they weird know? that they are. Yeah. That
1: confluence. It's so weird, man. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at the clock and it's like two twenty-two, like every day, right? <laughs> like you look at the clock, it's like two twenty-two or yep. twelve thirty-four, and you just keep seeing it. I saw the number 52 literally fucking everywhere while uh, DC Comics was doing their 52 (laughs) (laughs) event. Oh, that's weird. I wonder why. The entire purpose of the event was that all the characters were seeing 52 Um, everywhere, and that was giving them a hint about the multiverse. That's clever. uh, Just in my everyday life, I would look up and it would be like
0: 452. Yeah, yeah. You know why that is? uh, You've got to uh, follow the command of the person with 52 pips on their uh, collar.
1: (laughs) Oh, Super Grand Admiral General Stein. Ultimate
0: General Admiral. (laughs) I'm sorry for anyone who doesn't watch Star Trek. That was a Star Trek deep cut. 52 (laughs) pips! it's like they're they weighed like, down on one side yeah they look like there's like North Korean fuckers who have like yeah. their whole
1: suit is like covered in metals and it's like what the fuck were you doing 5 he's, meter he's swimming award like the, 10 meter yeah. swimming award Yeah, he's he's wearing like the, the like disco ball suit jackets that like <laughs> Daft Punk wears except just pips instead <laughs> it's all pips oh. damn that's cool that is cool <laughs> Ultimate General Admiral. <laughs> Ultimate General Admiral. <laughs> God, Admiral. It's like a fucking like Dragon Ball character, dude. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Your story was fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah, it, like, it was too good for this show. It um, really, the thing about Rich's stories is that like they're real stories that could be yeah. in a real book. But yeah. well, they will be one day. That's true. Yeah, next to my horrible shit. No, I'm not
0: having that.
1: Just fire me now, boy. Next to your stories that literally no one is tuning in to see, Mm -hmm. and only those. (laughs) Well, prove it. (laughs) Prove it. Donate to the Patreon. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to prove to Josh that his stories are actually good, you need to go to (laughs) patreon.com slash brosb 4 Pros. And give us your fucking money and mm-hmm. let Josh know mm-hmm. that his stories are good. And tell nice. people about us. Go on Reddit and tell and save Derenos is back and the, also there's two better universes than <laughs> <laughs> Daranos. Two two as of yet unnamed universes also exist. Spooky Moon World and Rich's sad <laughs> killing of characters world. Yeah.
0: Misery Land. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Give us money. It's Christmas. We deserve it. We... we <laughs> Please, It's no, January something, I think, when this yeah, comes out. Yeah, when this comes out, it'll be, like, January 2nd. But, like, uh, now, right now, all three of us are, like, Tiny Tim. We're, like, coughing in the corner. We might not make it. We might not make it through. Please, ghost f- of future Patreon. I, supporter.
1: I have to buy me mom's cheesecake for Christmas. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> I got I tuberculosis. Guess. They're calling me a lunger around town. I need your help. Consumption Junction.
0: <laughs> give us, give us Patreon money, or at least a Christmas goose, sir. <laughs> a
1: fine and fatly Christmas goose for my goodly a wife. A Patreon donation for everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Reese's as Scrooge. That's
2: <laughs> me, Scrooge. That's,
0: that would be my third favorite uh, uh, Christmas Carol adaptation after Muppets Christmas Carol and. <laughs> Scrooged. That's high Scrooge. praise. There you go. Hell yeah!
1: I went to look at my cauldron, and it had dookies
0: <laughs> in it. Uh, I remember
1: that part of a Christmas Carol. Yeah, <laughs> a bedpan. They used
0: bedpans back then. All of the ghosts are uh, showing him a terrible future. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's like, good. He's like, it doesn't matter to me. I'm separate from the world somehow. I don't know. (laughs) I'm in the story, but
0: also tell the story. (laughs) That's what he's got to do. That's what he's got to do. Patreon.com slash bros before pros. Like, genuinely, tell everyone about the podcast. Uh, We're way too good to have as few fine listeners as we do
1: yes they are the few we have are very great yeah, but we appreciate more the hell out of all of you yeah. for yeah. sure
0: yeah uh, we just want more yeah tell
1: your wife tell your kids let's dig this let's get so much we dig too deep and unleash a balrog on yeah. this bitch that's my goal in life mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. I just want to watch shit burn. Let's go. If Dig too deeply into Patreon and find the Balrog at the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> too greedily.
0: <laughs> Get that sweet Patreon mithril. through.
1: Oh. Ooh. Just um, a little little bit of it to make that one ring. Yeah, yeah. Not
0: the one ring, but
1: the one, re- you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the one, but not the one. Not the no, one.
0: No, The cock ring. <laughs>
1: Oh shit! How has that not happened in a Darren story yet? It has before. I've ah, said, that. I've done okay. it before. All right. So um, we do have a review this. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, which you guys can give to us uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can review Bros Before Pros there. Perfect. Uh, it's enti- It's from Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, and oh. it's entitled <laughs> "iTunes is the worst. Bros Before <laughs> Pros is the best." It, that's nice. True. It's me, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yeah, that doesn't ring a bell for like anyone I know. But trust me, I'm internet famous. <laughs> Damn! Is, if he's internet famous, I'm internet ultimate general god or like, whatever you got. 50, Fifty-two pips. Ultimate god general.
0: <laughs> Fifty-two internet pips. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-two. I'm
1: seeing it again. Oh shit. Bros Before Pros is like drinking a fine wine out of the skull of your enemy while pressing the jump scare button on your rad hot rod spaceship because you thought it was the hyperdrive button, but now you're <laughs> s- just scaring the people who
0: crew your ship.
1: Punch Damn. it, G-Man. Five stars.
0: <laughs> Best review Amazing. ever. Thank yep. you. Great. Uh, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, Bar Mitzvah is a, a, a good supporter of everything... In this in yep. this social circle so it's this uh, is true yeah
1: of the th- four universes now there's four yeah I the real one what's the fourth <laughs> one Star Trek
0: mm. oh <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all canon to Bruce before Prime <laughs> That's right um Prompt Bot are you ready to pick beep, boop, beep, thank boop, beep, you. you thank, boop, beep, thank boop, you Prompt boop, Bot alright oh, shout up now Prompt Bot this isn't Fuck your show you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you pick the first prompt please
2: <laughs>
0: the first one is Politicians by Brian. How much sex does he have? Find out after this sentence. Sexton. <laughs> yeah, a ton!
1: What was that one again?
0: Politicians. Politicians. Oh, no. I'll probably I'll probably change it to like mayors or something like that. Yeah, you <laughs> would. Uh, you next fuck. prompt next prompt, please, prompt bot. Oh. um, <laughs> Ziggurats. By What's the difference? Am I right? Politicians and <laughs> ziggurats? By Axe Mibrohir, Wizard. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> ziggurats, huh? Ziggurats cool. and politicians. There we go. This one's going to be interesting. What the
1: fuck to do with that? <laughs> That's well. pretty easy. I got it. I wrote my story He's already. Done See it. you next He's done time. <laughs> well, not all of us can be Josh, inky blackness of hate. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, it's okay. Each second of my life is a painful eternity. That's how I had time to just write my story.
0: Mm. You just all imitating life, right? Just whichever. I don't even know the difference anymore. <laughs> you know?
1: Who am I?
0: Oh. I don't even know anymore. Right? I don't know. An inky black hole. I hope after Christmas, my New Year's resolution is find myself. (laughs) Oh, man, that's so bleak. We've got a Patreon. We've mentioned it five times. Uh, Please donate to it so that josh can find himself hopefully he can jeff find himself in a, on a five dollar bill or something like that jeff is just crying in the
1: corner right now i'm just like, <laughs> i'm trying broken. not to i'm trying not to apply what you're saying about yourself to my life in any mm, way don't, it's like a <laughs> don't, don't look full-time mental exercise
0: <laughs> yeah don't don't mm. stare into the abyss because the abyss stares back at you jeff. it stares back <laughs> yeah, with one good eye i'm
1: really um, trying not to look as hard as i can so that's why i'm quiet <laughs> So
0: (laughs) Patreon.com forward slash Bros Before Pros. That's a B and a four. Uh, If you like what we do and want to support us, because we're good boys, boys spelt B O I, Um, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can go over there and give what you can. Um, Our first tier is lets you suggest prompts and gives you access to the stories. The next prompt, uh, the next prompt, the next tier is all of the above. Pen
1: pals, I think. Yeah, that's the first
0: one. Something's pen pals. Yeah. It is. You're right. And then Hender Saints is the next uh, level, and that is all of the previous plus our redesigned by committee podcast, which we'll probably do another one the next time we record, right? Because we're about mm-hmm. a month or so out. Rainbow bright. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that, that is. <laughs> we do. We take an established IP like uh, Rainbow bright, Superman, or mm. um, Cricket Man. Mm, Cricket Men. Yep. <laughs> cryptids yeah. there we go we could do something yeah. with that do
1: we do we also allow people to suggest prompts for that we if will pay the hinder saints level yeah why not we'll say that
0: yeah might we'll as say well
1: that. um and you, yeah you can suggest I thought we
0: were already doing that and i was pretending to ask no, but it turns out we weren't. we weren't we weren't we thought we talked about it but we never confirmed it but right. we will definitely do that And then the masterpieces level is the next level, all of the rest, plus when we release our uh, year compilation of the book, dependent on how many listeners, contributors we have. Um, You'll be an official backer, get a PDF of the book, and we'll probably um, put your name in the book as a creator, producer, uh, dick sucker, whatever. Um, On that note...
1: Now I really want to donate to this podcast. <laughs> I can be a professional dick sucker. Oh, yeah, mate.
0: you always could. I had. I believe in you. It's what our Thank moms always you, wanted gosh. for us. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we close the cover on this You can week's. also follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I was going to do that after.
1: <laughs> At BrosB4ProsPod.
0: While you can, until Muskrat takes it down and burns all, all it all the our, way to the ground all of
1: our links are at brosb4pros.card.co that's two r's in card Yep. i'm going there right now and <laughs> loving <laughs> it
0: <laughs> wow this website has so many features look at all these links look at how terrible it is that you can't like anything anymore or put any of your links on it um, mm. On that note, we're going to close the cover. rolled that back the same day. Don't Oops. worry. It's still working. <laughs> God damn like you, bitch. about cumberbunds <laughs> and web design. Um, on that note, <laughs> we close the cover <laughs> on this week's compilation. Uh, Josh, I'm going to pick you oh, pick yeah. on you this week. Where can our no. fine listeners. Find out more about Mr. Henderson. Look in the darkness of your soul and I will be there. (laughs) Bleak.
1: Always. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, that translated to English means uh, go to YouTube and watch Continue. (laughs) 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 Or go to Twitter while you can and go to at Henderson1983 where I do stuff. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm field1983 and I post pictures of all the cool toys I make. So go do They're that. They're pretty they fucking sick. Good. I made a Darth Cadis. He's sitting on my desk right now. I gotta paint his eyes yet, but he's almost done. <laughs> I can't. There you the go. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. seriously, go go follow that account. Like he posts some sick ass shit. It's really good. Your Mara yeah, Jade a... was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Then they made a fucking. They made a real one. Uh, of it it's then. not as good.
0: It won't be. Yeah, as good. I'm just
1: like. I'm ahead of the curve
0: here. Yeah. They're I copying don't... you. Yeah. Yeah. Im- R- Art yeah. imitates yeah. excellence, is what I heard. Yeah. The void stares back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a void mm-hmm. of uh, excellent ability. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's, not that's me, basically man. what it is. Don't <laughs> basically what, me, what it is. I was paying you a compliment. <laughs> that's what it is, right?
1: Because yeah. it doesn't do me any favors. Bleed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jeff, where can Save we him. find you? Save him before we have to whittle a noose for him. <laughs> whittle? Yeah, it's a wooden, a wooden noose. Wooden so noose? You know, yeah, yeah. What a noose! What the fuck? Knit a fuck? noose.
1: Aw, uh, oh. Christmas noose for everyone. <laughs> a, a fine and fatly Christmas noose That's <laughs> for everyone. The smartest joke we've ever. Done. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter if that still exists, uh, at underscore Jeff Pennington. Uh, you can find my, uh, all of my cool artwork at jeffpennington.art. And, uh, I do another podcast with Josh called M Class Podcast. It's all about Star Trek. Go check that shit out. Yeah. And, uh. There's links on my website where you can, like, buy merch I've made or you can, uh, I mean, if that is still up and hasn't been CBS-struck yet. Mm-hmm. Paramount really hates us. Um, but uh, the links also will lead you to every other social media I'm on and a Patreon that you could join there as well. If you just got so much money you want to give to me, mm-hmm. then you yeah. can join You just like Jeff and hate the rest of us. Yeah, that would
0: be fucked. You can bypass us if you want for a month. Yeah. I think (laughs) that's sort (laughs) of. But you better come back,
1: bitches. (laughs) I'll find you.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, check out M Class Podcast. Check out um, my website. Check out my Twitter.
0: Check out my ass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's (laughs) too late. Yeah. That story was based on Jeff's real life. Uh, Pretty much the opposite, I would (laughs) say. (laughs) Your pancake butt. Yeah. I, I have do you have a, a pancake butt? No. do
1: Whose butt was it based on? Uh, I believe Rich is the master of Aster. The master of disaster. I have got a butt. Prove it. Rich, All where right. can people find you on the internet? Uh, only fans.
0: <laughs> only no. fans? Fuck, you can yeah. follow me uh, on Twitter at Masters Rich. Uh... I have a website called boldlyprose.com that has some of my writing on it, but not nearly enough to justify the amount I pay for it each year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow my other two shows uh, that I do with my friends, other friends, that is, uh, to Pond's Theatre on Subspace. You can find that at ttos.co. And Toonhounds, which is a cartoon podcast, which I do with my friend Spivsy, at Toonhounds on Twitter. I can't um, believe you have other friends. I know. I know. I'm just a veritable joy magnet, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell it's like three days before Christmas? We are like <laughs> miserable. Oh, <laughs> uh, Do you know what? I'm more excited for my wife's birthday than I am for Christmas because it's my wife's birthday on Christmas Eve. Um, and and
1: Christmas Eve is better than Christmas Day. Yeah, That's
0: true. And she is great and she's a foosball champ. So Yeah. Uh, you have to get a foosball table now. Yeah. Oh I should get a one for her birthday, shouldn't I? You should
1: dude, yes. So don't listen to this, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> turn it off. Turn it off five minutes <laughs> yeah, ago. Turn it off five minutes ago. Like
0: everybody else
1: probably <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> She stopped listening when we said about anything to do with money. She's like, uh get out of here. Make your own money, you bitches. <laughs>
1: I think that's probably somewhere around 75% of our listeners. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Makes sense. But yeah, if you want to suggest prompts, uh, you have to pay for them. If you want to support us, you have to pay for it. Uh, Basically, just you can support the show in so many ways. The best way is Patreon. But you can go and review us. You can share us around, uh, you know, not in a sexual way. Uh, You can share us around, recommend us to people. Um, but yeah, go, go and go and do some stuff. If, go if you, you want to help shit.
1: us out, and you don't have, you're Tiny Tim. You don't have any money. You're dying of some sort of middle ages disease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> middle ages leeches. Whatever. <laughs> uh, you can just go to Twitter and just retweet what we tweet. Yeah. Like, like and retweet what we tweet. That would actually, like, get us out further into that horrible fucking algorithm. I'm telling you, man, go to Reddit and talk about us yeah. and say we're idiots and say, if even if you hate us, be like, don't you fucking hate these
0: idiots? <laughs> if you... Uh, we got about 20 extra listeners from a Reddit thread on the continue uh, yeah. Reddit. It was insane. Uh, and go to our podcast. It's that's <laughs> yeah. That's, just go, that like wherever
1: help. you talk about podcasts on Reddit, I yeah, assume yeah. that it's on there. Yeah. There's there's entire Reddits for women's feet. I assume mm-hmm. there's a podcast Reddit. Mm-hmm. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> go on there and uh, tell everybody about us and how much you love the show.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it really helps us. It Really, it really, really helps, helps us. us. Um, now and that don't... we're done, just fucking begging at the
0: end of our podcast <laughs> it's christmas we gotta, beg. we gotta beg we're ringing the bell when outside outside macy's with our bros before pros bucket
1: <laughs> that would be more legitimate and on the level than the people who actually do that do do yeah. they have that in england no i was gonna say i thought that was like a very like american like new york city thing i know what way too much the- about america
0: what do is you the know? name of
1: the organization that does the... Yeah, do you know that? No. We're just quizzing him now. Why Salvation do... Army. Salvation uh, Army is actually, like, uh, a really fucking corrupt-ass criminal organization, so don't give them any money. No, yeah, they're not as cool as the Destruction Navy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the regular Navy. That's the Navy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get fucked, seven C's. People are missing out on all this great a comedic content. They, if they, they turn turned the it off. off. I mean, we essentially, really we've just early.
0: forgot to stop recording. Because this Report. is what that's we after the it.
1: fact. Yeah, um, that's basically it. it we're trying to stretch of...
0: this shit out to one hour, is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours show at this it's, point. It's the end of the year, um, but it would be remiss of us not to say thank you for all the support you've given us so far. Because it genuinely does mean a lot to us. Um, yeah. Uh, feel free to um, when we put stuff on Twitter, engage with it because we love talking to you guys, and we all yeah, have absolutely. access to the Twitter. So you um, you might get one, you might get one of us, you might get all of us. You never know in a conversation because we all log in and we all post shit yeah. on there.
1: You might get me. <laughs> I'm here too. Did you record already?
0: No, no, no. We're, not. we're, uh, not. we're, we're recording next later. Tuesday. So I'll be
1: there see, with bells on my dick and balls.
0: See you next Tuesday, Reese. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't get it. Yep. <laughs> You'll get it. <laughs> anyway, uh, have a happy festive period, uh, or as happy it's, as you can. It's January. With, uh, I, <laughs> yeah. uh, the festive uh, Januarymus Yeah, that one. (laughs) I I hope you had a good festive period. And thank you for all your support so far. We've got a lot of good stuff coming in this year. And we're just happy you're along for the ride with it. So we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, We love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I love you too. (laughs)